0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome one, welcome all. The greatest crossover ever attempted and successfully landed in the history of the world, the galaxy, the universe, all universes. This is the NFC East Mixtape, Volume 49. Uh, you can hear this show on any of SB Nation's NFC East uh, platforms, you know, podcast networks, whatever. Blog of the Boys, Bleeding Green Nation, Big Blue View, Hogs Haven. I am R. Joe Cho from Blog of the Boys. He is Brandon Lee Gauton from Bleeding Green Nation. BLG, happy episode
2: before our 50th. How scared of you. How scared of you? How scared are you? You're of, very scared of me. Yeah. You're very. I understand. How yeah. scared are you of the Eagles now that they have Zach Pascal on their roster?
1: Oh my gosh, I saw the uh disparagement that was happening towards Carson Wentz. You know, the the Eagles just got this guy that Carson just didn't know how to use in Indianapolis. So, <laughs> that's not uh what I, said. I I saw the, Yeah, that's exactly what you said on reading it verbatim at Uh on the subject of plugging things, Brandon, I want to start because there is a visual component to the SB Nation. All right, that's NFL show. Goodness gracious, you We're can listen to both of us here. on the SB Nation NFL show. Uh different podcast platforms, subscribe there, leave a rating, write a review, all that stuff. Subscribe and leave. A rating right review to your preferred podcast platform, whether you're a cowboys, eagles, giants, or commanders fan. Here, you can also watch this show on the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel as well as the Dallas cow Gosh, goodness gracious, not the Dallas Cowboys YouTube channel. Let's start the, the episode. The, the Blogging the Boys YouTube <laughs> channel where we cover the Dallas Cowboys. It's been a, a long, short week already. And with the visual component, I wanted to say uh the founder of Blog and the Boys, again, you know blogging the boys been around for a long time you know dave halpern very well uh brandon wrote a book wrote a book the oh, Big yeah. Book of College Football Trivia uh, came out today, the day that you and I are recording, Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. Wow. So it's obviously a book of college football trivia. Very cool kind of stocking stuffer type of gift if you have a college football fan in your life. Uh, Dave's on Twitter at Dave underscore Head there. He's got some links with it. Uh, I tweeted out as well. Um, you know, support one of our own. You know, the, the blogger life is a unique one. We have to support each other. Sure yes wow look at that well blg is pumped i think there's some penn state trivia in here um and that is your favorite team in fact do you want me to hit you <laughs> with not, uh do you want me to hit you with a, a question right now
2: sure i yeah this is a terrible idea i don't know college football trivia i will say dave is a nice guy uh met him one time in washington dc when we had like an nation <laughs> nfl writers summit this is pre your time at btb rj Uh, so before your life had any meaning basically. And, uh, yeah, yeah, nice guy. So definitely do actually go and check out his book, especially if you like college football, are you ready to ask me the question? So I'm just going to read this to
1: you. I obviously haven't read the book yet. It just came out today. And so it's been sitting on my desk for all of about an hour since it was delivered. Um, so getting through the formatting here, this is on page 97, uh, number 536. Here we go. Since 1997, Since 1997, which are the only two positions besides quarterback that have been represented by number one overall picks? Coincidentally, these two positions face each other on the football field and battle on every play.
2: This is what is the it's two? So I'm looking for two positions. Since
1: 1997, which are the only two positions besides quarterback that have been represented by number one overall pick? So, So positions that have been taken with the number one overall pick Uh, there are two non quarterback positions here.
2: Oh, and, and And so draft entirely. You're saying, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. And again, your
1: clue here that Dave has given you and supplied is coincidentally, these two positions face each other on the football field and battle on every play.
2: Well, It would be defensive end and offensive tackle, right?
1: Well, it's written offensive tackle and defensive end. So, you know, you didn't get in the proper order, but, you know, hey. I had to get it in the order. (laughs) I mean, it isn't that exact uh, sort of thing, but uh, congratulations. You get to come on down to the showcase.
2: I'm proud of you. Who, so I'm trying to think, who would it be? Um, It would be uh, Davion Clowney, defensive end is one of them, um, at least. Who was offensive tackle? Mario Williams. Uh, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher and... and
1: Who went in 2008 uh jake long jake long yeah
2: remember the that was back when they used to kind of like i feel like negotiate the the contracts before oh yeah and it was like
1: yeah um it it was like it was not a deal it was like they would just show like they already had pictures and stuff i think they'll like this happened post now not new cba but post old new cba Jameis kind of had that or, or like it was negotiated like that night Mm. uh his his rookie contract which was kind of rare at the time that was 2013 but still not 13 2015 excuse me goodness gracious i'm all over the
2: place yeah what is the what are we doing what is the theme of the show well, again? so
1: that's the thing we've kind of been all over the place actually before we start i just saw this tweet all right so this, this is happening literally we're doing it live this is a pre-recorded thing but it's live nonetheless uh this is a tweet from michael galkin who covers the dallas cowboys for the dallas morning news just gonna read it verbatim all right get pumped mm. i'm gonna read it in my like most somber voice possible No momentum exists between Cowboys and ex-Seahawks linebacker Bobby Wagner in free agency, source said. DC, Dan Quinn, and Wagner, who was operating his own agent, been in contact, strong relationship, and belief there. But a 2022 reunion is considered unlikely and long shot from start. Woo!
2: Life is pain, baby. Really love all the... And not dissimilar to the Eagles, by the way, who have been connect- connected to, like, Allen Robinson and oh, Robert Woods. I know, Bear. And I Bear. Uh, a lot of players have missed out. The Cowboys have kind of been in the same boat, at least when it comes to edge rushers. There was like, oh, Cowboys might get Vaughn. There's some smoke there. And then it was like, nope, going to the Bills. And then the Cowboys might get Zadaria Smith. Uh, he's not going to the Ravens again, back there after all. And then, nope, he's going to the Vikings. So I really both teams... Uh, in the NFC to at the top, the Eagles and the Cowboys are kind of striking out, doing nothing, really, nothing too exciting. I know the Cowboys brought back, what, J-Ron Kurse. Um, okay, cool.
1: The Cowboys have now uh, brought in brought back 10 of their own players, so watch out. They have, however, cut one of them in Lyle Collins. They have traded one mm-hmm. of them uh, in Amari Cooper, and they lost Randy Gregory in rather embarrassing fashion. They did, however, sign James Washington, former Pittsburgh Steeler. I think it's a good move. Uh,
2: I, mean, I mean, just because from the standpoint of I would bet on any Steelers wide receiver, like buy low, because their quarterback couldn't throw the ball down the field. Like to buy low on James Washington or Juju or uh is there another Steelers free agent receiver maybe I can't think of but my point is like Big Ben was so bad man you you know that everyone knows that why not take a shot on a Steelers receiver after that
1: I mean I I agree I mean Look, I'm fine with James Washington. They also signed Dante Fowler. And one of the biggest, like, selling points that they're pushing at is, like, oh, he has a relationship with Dan Quinn because Quinn recruited him to Florida and then coached him in Atlanta. You know who else has a relationship with Dan Quinn? Bobby freaking Wagner. Like, you know, like it's it's a, a stronger relationship. They want a freaking Super Bowl together.
2: It's just, you know, like, it's – dude, I, Why Fowler hasn't even been good, by the way, outside of, like, playing with Aaron Donald. So, yeah, I think that's kind of weak. Um – Wow.
1: Okay. Are you ready to hear what we're going to talk about today? That's what I was We were trying to explain. And I'm going to also try to write this article in the background. You know how difficult that is. I know you've written and podcasted before. Um, but uh, just to let everybody know how the sausage is made sometimes. But we had a hard time coming up with something to discuss today. Right? Is that fair? You know, you be honest I mean, I always
2: throw ideas out here and you're like, no, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that. Actually, like, okay, you denied your own ideas. Idea.
1: You threw out an idea and you said, actually, we should wait on that one. And I'm fine waiting on that. Uh, I think you spent too much of your creative energy this week on the podcast where I won an award. I'll just say that, you know, if anybody wants you to listen the to this podcast, I won an award. Uh, every single so, week. Um, anyway. Um, you mentioned something you you guys power ranked the afc quarterbacks on the yep. this week. everyone go listen to the explanation nfl show and you were talking about mac jones and you said something that kind of triggered uh, a thought in my mind you said he's never going to be top five in, yeah. in the afc right like and that's totally fair and like you know there will be arguments and discussions about whether the patriots should pay mac jones in a few years whatever i'm not here to talk about that but but on the subject of being top five in their conference who within the nfc east brandon is top five in their position within the conference i'll actually fix that uh that mm, any position any position so we're talking um let's see let me uh cut the banner correct here so anybody in the nfc east who is a top five player at their position within the entire nfc
2: i mean i've you know dak is an obvious answer
1: whoa just chill out we don't want to like sell the farm you know what i'm saying just you know like, but do we want to start with Dak? Are you ready? want like we want to go team? I think we call the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Commanders. See how you know how many we could put together. You know, are like, you ready? From
2: each roster, sure.
1: Okay, so we, so Cowboys starting off with the best, Brandon's favorite team. Um, Dak Prescott, right? Who are, who are the top five quarterbacks on the NFC in whatever order you want? I it's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, yep. Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins.
2: Right? Those are the top. Those are the five. I think you can put Kyler in the top five. I would I think- take. I think you that's yeah, fine, yeah, I think the top six are pretty like solidified. I would say the top six are kind of like in some order. You can debate the order, but the top six to me are like locked in at those guys you said plus Kyler.
1: yeah, okay, so the top six are pretty solidified, but Dak is not last in that group.,
2: uh, I think you could argue he's there. I think he's anywhere from six to what did I have him i had I did my own rankings. I have him at four, but I think he's four to six, so okay that's
1: dumb but fine he's in the top five at within the nfc among quarterbacks so dak prescott makes this list what other cowboys amari nope sorry mark cooper's gone oh, that
2: sucks. a t- tough t- t- one uh you're ready to say it were I know. You, you weren't kidding right there were you no i really was yeah. i'm just a great actor is honestly no i th- yeah, that hurts you man you're like oh, oh yeah not on our team anymore Gave him away um, for barely anything um, i'm actually
1: caught up trying to tweet i'm quoting this tweet and so this is what i'm going to add Check this out in the Cowboys defense. They have salary cap space to spend and a need at the position. So their hands are tied, you know, it's it's just, it's not really the Cowboys fault that they can't sign Bobby Wagner. Um, okay. Top five receivers. Maybe it's easier if we do this, like we just kind of like flesh out, it's gonna be a little bit harder with the offensive line, but top five receivers in the NFC, Devontae Adams, no longer there, but who's, who's the best receiver in the NFC right now? Um, Is it Justin Jefferson?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's
1: Cooper Cup. It's Cooper Cup. Sorry.
2: Well, okay, and then it's those. Those are the top two. Right. So you ind- got Cooper Cup,
1: Justin Jefferson. I think Debo's got to make the list. Right.
2: Sure. Yeah. What are you watching? Me. What's going on above you? For the. I'm, just the... I'm looking into nothing. I'm looking at the wall and thinking. Um, it's like I'm I'm a I'm a thousand yard okay. stare at the wall. So we've
1: got we've got Cup, JJ Debo, pick a buck. If you want to, I think I want to the,
2: say Mike Evans, probably. I yeah, think so Mike Evans,
1: there. that's four. And then,
2: who else are we missing? Um, anyone from, I mean, maybe no, Michael Terry Thomas
1: Mc- when he returns, but who knows? Terry I mean, McLaurin. like, I, look, we're, we're fle- maybe we're flashing eyes. Maybe DK Metcalf. I mean, I would say Terry
2: McLaurin, honestly. Oh,
1: ter- dude, I, you think Terry McLaurin is the best receiver in the NFC East by that logic?
2: Yeah. Who's better? Who's better? Who's definitely better?
1: in the NFC. East? You can even need one. Oh, I didn't know what I didn't understand the question. Um, yeah, who's
2: but who's better than Terry McLaurin in the NFC East? I Who want besides Devante Smith.
1: I want to say CD lamb. Okay, I want to. I don't think I you can though. I can't. I I can't. I, I, that's I'm Terry saying McLaurin. like, I, I, I want to. Um, I, I'm fine saying I'm finding it's actually a good question. Is Terry McLaurin the best receiver in the NFC East? Wow.
2: he is. Oh, we're gonna be doing our what all NFC's team in what like two months or so a couple months here.
1: Um. Yeah, well, okay, so anyway, um, okay, fine. Terry McLaurin. So our top five receivers in the NFC, this is the NFC's mixtape, to be very clear. We've got Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, um, Debo Samuel, um, who do who we just throw in? I forgot one. Terry McLaurin and, <laughs> Mike oh, and, and Mike Evans. Like you could put Chris Godwin in there over Terry McLaurin sure, if you really wanted to. But So, okay, no receivers on the Cowboys are a top five within the conference. Um, Tyron Smith is a top five left tackle in the
2: NFC. It's so hard to like. Yeah, but he like is, injuries. Like,
1: he, I know, but he is. He is. I guess. Why is it okay? okay. Something's Zach Martin
2: outside. Okay, great. So,
1: it, you okay? Are you alive? I'm fine, but
2: like <laughs> some weird noise going on. Anyway,
1: I mean. Okay, so Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, right? Those two were, were willing to concede totally easily, right?
2: Definitely Zach Martin. I, Tyron, the health thing. Tyron is and
1: a – dude, Tyron is a top-five tackle in the NFL. He's a top-five tackle in the NFC. In the like NFL? In the, yes. Again, I understand that he has injury concerns, but he is a top-five tackle. Okay. Micah Parsons, obviously. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. I don't know if Diggs is. Name five corners in the NFC that are better than Trayvon Diggs so that people can laugh at you. Do it.
2: Hmm. I was thinking league wide, and then <laughs> good job understanding the the, uh, the exercise. Uh, you would agree with me? Probably not league wide, right?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'd
2: have to flesh it out. Um, who are the like Jair Alexander, Jairi, Okay. Jair? Uh, definitely, we'll put him in the top five. Who are the other good? I feel like there's so much volatility at corner. You don't really get guys like year in and year out being amazing. Like, who are, who's, who, why, why can't I think of anyone? Like, who is that guy?
1: Cause you're hating. That's what's happening.
2: Well, who would it be? Who who else? I don't, I'm telling you, I
1: think Trayvon is a top five corner in the NFC. I don't, it's, I can't even
2: name uh, someone else who I think would be in that group. Like, again, it's I know. consistent year to year. So you concede that Trayvon, great. I guess, is, uh, by default,
1: Demarcus Lawrence. That's yep. the only other one I'm going to argue for. Name yep. five edge rushers in the conference that are better.
2: Hassan Reddick. <laughs>
1: That's the first who, one you come up with. That's, who, the, the, that's the first name.
2: How many players with. have more sacks than Hassan Reddick the past okay. two seasons? Name, but name,
1: like, I would love for you to come up with five names. Just I'm fine with, with whatever you want, order you want to come up with them in.
2: Uh, Darius Smith. Hassan who's coming Raddick. off
1: missing literally the entire year. But okay. um,
2: Chandler Jones went to the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, Khalil Mack went to the AFC. Went to the AFC. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. Um, but like, it doesn't mean I'm... wrong or (laughs) it just means I don't have the information right now
1: okay so we we agree the Dallas Cowboys who are top five at their position in the NFC throughout the entire NFC quarterback Dak Prescott we've got um oh I want to make it more
2: embarrassing that you guys can't win anything I know
1: Tyron Zach Micah Diggs and Lawrence that's six I don't think this exercise will be difficult but just so that nobody says we didn't touch it can you name five running backs on the NFC that are better than Zeke Galli or would you like me to? Cause I think I would prefer to, to, take this,
2: uh, you can
1: do it. Okay. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin cook, Aaron Jones. That's three. Um, Tony Pollard. <laughs> um, I mean, Cam Akers when healthy is, is looks, looks better. I mean, I know you had the fumble that was awful, but James Connor looked really good last year. Um I mean Christian McCaffrey I would still take. I mean so I, no. No, I mean he's not top five though. That's the problem. I mean it's just it sucks. It is what it is. Good thing they didn't pay him.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is
1: um is mike mccarthy a top five coach in no the NFC? come on name five that are better
2: okay uh nick siriani <laughs> uh ron rivera <laughs> um, uh i mean i hate every coach so this is tough there are no top five coaches in my top five it's there's nobody because i wouldn't put sean McVay up there because he's a coward and he oh my gosh brandon um, is in a
1: bad mood today if anybody couldn't tell
2: there's no, there's no coaches in my top five. That's how I feel about it.
1: Okay, so we agree that there are six cowboys Matt that LeFleur, are top five positions.
2: Bruce Arians. I know you hate Bruce, but you, you're not going to. Yeah, put him in sure, the top fine. Five.
1: I'm with you on Um that, on that. Um, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, sadly, and then Pete by default.
2: Uh, do we do we still believe Pete Carrell's like I mean, based on like accomplishment, I guess he is. But do we feel like going into this season, he's a top five head coach? No, I don't. That's a good yeah. point.
1: Um, maybe he's number five, it's possible. He's number five. I mean, like, mm. again, if you go in whatever order you want, Matt LaFleur, Bruce Arians, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, it's very possible that Mike McCarthy is the next best. You, head coach you're not going to put NFC. your
2: boy, Matt Eberflus in uh, the top five. He's a rookie right now, dude. That's all, you know, we yeah, got well, to take time yeah, to yeah, slow that's burn. What I mean. it's projection. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the teams, uh, Dan Campbell, obviously better. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not a lot of okay. great coaches here.
1: Let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. You want to start on offense? Jason, Kelsey, that's it.
2: Devontae Smith.
1: Devontae is not – he, he might if not even he had be a, a top-ten receiver who in the NFC. He
2: wanted to be a part of a volume-passing offense or could handle that. Uh, by the way, kind of feel like I was pretty good about how my shot on that. I'm like, I don't know what receivers the Eagles are going to want or be interested in or are going to want to come here, when they're going to play in an offense that doesn't target them a ton, so yeah, that's kind of also what
1: like being an eagle sucks, and like there's also those factors as well, right now. So uh,
2: I would say Devonte, but no. it, like not that would be wrong. That would of, be a lie.
1: That would literally be incorrect.
2: It's right in the sense of it should be. If again the offense was run the the way it should be run and a normal passing offense, but it's not. So unfortunately, he's being held back. Uh, but uh, so Kelsey, I think Jordan Malata has a case to be. Maybe not yet, but like after this season.
1: Yeah, this isn't a a, a yet exercise. This is a today. I mean, I think you could that put, we spent think, a lot of time like coming GFF's up.
2: With. Third best offensive tackle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you Connor Williams is like their now. seventh best guard. Do you buy okay. that? I mean, uh, I mean, I want to double check that to make sure that's true. But uh, I'll no. check it
1: right now. I mean, and I'll tell you where their tackles were too, because Tyron's up there as well. Um, I'm checking this while. So any any other Eagles offensive player besides. Jason.
2: Dallas Goddard, tight end. I think you have a case for that.
1: Um, so hold up. pffs tackles from last year. Tyron number two. <sighs> Embarrassing for BLG. Uh Jordan Mylada, number three. Lane Johnson, number 10. Um, so you know, hey. But uh Lyle Collins was number 15. Good thing he's back. Um, for what it's worth when it comes to guards just to prove my point, because that's what's important here. Zach Martin was number two. Um, I was a little bit off. Connor Williams is number 11, but again, I don't think anybody would have told mm-hmm. you that like off the way it felt. So, um, Dallas Goddard. Okay. Can yeah. I name five tight ends in the NFC East that are better? Uh, Dalton Schultz or NFC, uh, Dalton Schultz. Um,
2: that's not true. Come on.
1: George Kittle George Kittle leads the way. Obviously, um, Kittle. Kyle Pitts. Okay. That's kind of it.
2: Gronk if he comes back. Right, Gronk if uh, he comes back. He's currently a free agent, so
1: Dalton Schultz and um and wherever Jared Cook winds up, because he's gonna I mean, wind up in the NFC. He's
2: a better tight end than Dallas Goddard. Come on. Yeah, it's a joke. Dallas Goddard,
1: congratulations. Okay, so you've got two Eagles on offense on defense. Make your case.
2: Um Hassan Reddick, I think you could argue. Right. Uh among edge rushers uh i would not say i mean hargrave has top five defensive tackle interior defender ability like at his very best when he's flashed but i feel like there's kind of been some issues in terms of him like he started off strong really strong last year had six sacks in his first five games like he was going to be like all pro at that pace and then it kind of just tapered off he kind of got banged up uh it was kind of like the reverse situation in 2020 where he started off really slow and started to come on strong so we've kind of yet to see that full on season but like when he's at his peak he's certainly a top five caliber player uh fletcher Cox definitely not in there anymore so i have a question about
1: this by the way um as i write my article in the background so the eagles cut fletcher cox like yeah. a week ago right that's the process that happened and so the didn't they designate one. him didn't they designate him as a post-june first cut when they cut him? and so then they re-signed him yes so is that allowed like <laughs> can they i mean yeah that feels like a a way to cheat things.
2: I mean, why?
1: Because like they're gonna bring him back, so like they shouldn't be able to designate him a post-junior first cut. Like it's clearly done for the purposes of like pushing salary cap space yeah. into the future.
2: That's, but why does why can't I you mean,
1: do that? That seems unfair. That's, I mean, he, that's was a a
2: he could have left, like he, he could have, if he, there were, but why, not, were do that? why not do that? Him. I
1: mean, like at the very least, I'm upset that no other teams seem to, ex- I can't think of another example
2: where a team has done this. Can you the Fletcher Cox contract, uh, or the way his contract is structured or was kind of restructured originally literally took Jason Fitzgerald from over the cap, like a 25 minute explainer video to explain. So like, I can't explain it here succinctly to you or anyone, um, and even the new deal that he resigned with the team, which is like 14 million or whatever. Like, I don't know exactly how that works fully in terms of the layout. So there's a lot of it stuff with the Cox contract here that's just basically pretty complicated, and uh, it's the, the gist of it to me is that it's super dumb that the Eagles didn't trade him last off season when. Like there, there was arguments being made to do that. Like Jimmy Kemsky wrote an article. My co-host on BGN Radio, uh, I had been saying, I think dating back to like right after the twenty twenty season ended, and I was doing my annual off season uh, position review series, and I wrote like, hey, a Fletcher Cox trade is probably something the team should consider uh, because, and maybe not at uh, the time during last off season, right away. Um, uh, but like, I was like, they it's, they should probably like trade him ahead of the 2021 trade deadline. See yeah, how the season goes and then sell him off, um, which they, they should have done. And they, they still kind of tried to do, but the problem was they restructured his deal where it made it like way harder to do that. So, uh, a long, long winded way of saying the Eagles are way too loyal to their players. Sometimes Howie Roseman has literally admitted as much. He gets too sentimental about the Eagles own players and they had an opportunity to cut or not. Sorry had an opportunity to trade Fletcher Cox probably for like a day two pick at worst, maybe a second round pick even, and they didn't. And they brought him back and in part because they couldn't get anything. And now he's back again. And he's still like, he's not, he's not a bad player clearly. And the Eagles are worse off without him. But uh, you could argue that they could use the 14 million that they paid to him just now and have spent it in a better way. So uh, that's where the Fletcher Cox thing stands or how are you doing with the article?
1: Uh, I'm almost done. So that was really helpful, actually. Uh, great job by you. Um, it's a real talent on my end to listen and you know digest what you were saying. You're not while also to what writing. I'm saying I listened to everything you' saying. but again, you I, heard can it. You, you like, like it. my question that you launched into this like whole like, explanation on was, can you think of another player on any team that got cut and designated a post June first cut and then got brought back by the team like a day later?
2: No, but usually that's because the team doesn't want the player anymore,
1: but that feels like circumventing the system. And and it's, I'm wow. not saying it's illegal because they get to save money on him this year.
2: Like, and so him. like, all and, I'm saying is more, team teams, more teams, more teams
1: should do that. I know. I know. Again, I understand the legality of it. I understand I like, could
2: have been like, you cut me. I don't want to be here anymore. I, but I mean, again, it's a
1: unique thing that maybe you kind of work out with like, you know, your Fletcher Coxes and Larry Fitzgerald's and like players like that, that don't want to play for another team. So like, and I'm not saying it's an incredibly common occurrence, but like, can you think of a time where this happened? I cannot. No,
2: that's the answer to the question. I can't
1: in in one, in one weird way. I applaud the Eagles for fine. That's a really creative way to create salary cap space for this season. It does obviously create a bit of a problem for the future, but you mm -hmm. deal with it. Then the salary cap will grow. Like who cares? Like, that's smart. That's a good front office. There you go, Howie Roseman. You hate on him. You're kind of doing
2: the Chris Ballard thing, though, of like, well, you made this mess and now you're cleaning it up. So you're great. You're a genius. This is amazing. We should celebrate this. So it's like, no, you probably shouldn't have just made the the mess in the first place and done what people were saying you should have done, uh, except that you didn't because you got too sentimental or you had your own ideas that you went against what seemed a little bit more obvious or at least should have been done, and uh, and now you're paying with the price for it. And now maybe you're doing a decent job at navigating through the mess you made, but like you made the mess. So you don't get like a gold star for that.
1: The article is done. Shout out to me. Okay. So Fletcher Cox, not on the list. Uh, Hassan Reddick, fine. Any Darius Slay?
2: Yeah. You can put him up. Even no way, word.
1: dude. You were like, Trayvon Diggs is not on the, on, in the top five. And now here you are like not even batting an eye at Darius Slay. The nerve, the nerve who, you have. Well, who again, who else are you going to put? Trayvon Diggs. You're alexander um darius Slay. Like, uh um, can't put
2: patrick peterson there anymore
1: who like. would Dude, by the way patrick i don't know if you saw this pat like the cowboys have become everything comes back to the cowboys but the cowboys have become this team that like people only use as leverage right like yeah. oh i'm interested in the cowboys patrick peterson was on nfl network last week asked about teams he's interested in i, I was this, like yeah. oh the chiefs the cowboys like wow patrick i wonder what you're trying to do here bud Um, he's a great golfer, love Patrick Peterson, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. Um, Carlton Davis.
2: Uh, I don't have a strong opinion on that either way.
1: Uh, does anyone, Uh, Dory Jackson? Hey,
2: we were uh, high on him. (laughs) No, I don't (laughs) think like top five high on him. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a joke, but okay, fine.
1: Darius Slay. So that gives us Jason Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, Hassan Reddick and Darius Slay. Four Eagles, right? Yeah. No not as many as the Cowboys. Sad. Um, okay. Uh, the New York giants. Are we ready for this? This is going to be fun. (laughs)
2: Um, mm, No one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who, Uh, who comes closest? Um, I can't
1: Mike Martinez. Maybe
2: (laughs) I, I, I guess, I mean, I can't think of anyone. Like Dory Jackson, who comes closest? Dory Jackson, Kenny Galladay, in theory, but not actually reality, because he coming off a pretty bad year.
1: Zero touchdowns combined for Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony last year for the New
2: York Giants. And is Dory Jackson too?
1: That's
2: true. um <laughs> Maybe he takes that I'm wrong. I don't know.
1: I mean, how many players? This is a different exercise that we're not prepared for. But how many of their players would be in the bottom five at their position in the NFC? Is Saquon uh, Daniel Jones? oh danielle jones for sure maybe kenny Galladay. Saquon
2: in the bottom five
1: so the, the question I mean, here is you're talking can we about name, like
2: starters not yeah can like we name 11 running backs.
1: backs better okay so like just yes or no I'm, I'm gonna rip through these yes or no would you take the following running backs over saquon yes or no zeke yes i would take zeke over saquon okay um i don't know who you prefer in philadelphia miles sanders yes yeah antonio gibson yes Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook. Yes. David Montgomery. Yes. Yeah. Right. Deandre Swift. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette.
2: Yes, definitely.
1: Okay. Alvin Kamara, obviously. Yes. Uh, Mike Smith in Atlanta.
2: I mean, I can't tell you, I've seen Mike Smith like play a ton. Honestly. <laughs> I can't <laughs> okay, tell you much so, about him. Atlanta's
1: kind of a question mark. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Cam Akers or Daryl Henderson, either one. Sure. If James Conner
2: yeah I guess
1: pick a niner like the flavor of the week you know that gosh, uh, with
2: the rookie they had what was his name I forget um um this is like a six-round rookie I, I know forget his name that guy that's the point <laughs>
1: hang on I uh Elijah Mitchell thank you yeah, Elijah, yeah, yeah. I say thank you but I did it uh, Elijah Mitchell you would take and then again pick your flavor Seahawk like whichever Seahawk it's going to be pick one Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny fine so do you know how many we said no to
2: none.
1: Well, the Falcons came to close. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Saquon is bottom five. He might be bottom five in the NFL, honestly, among starters.
2: Maybe, but I think part of it too, is it's tough to separate him from, you know, the contract from the pick. Sure. It's part of it,
1: but those are all real things. Thank you, bear. Um, okay. So no giants make the top five, uh, at any of their positions in the NFC. Um, who has the best chance to get there? You're not um,
2: yet game. I would say maybe Andrew Thomas at one point in his career. I mean, that's tough. Top five tackles. It's a pretty tough spot, but I think I'm just saying in terms of who, like who is one of the Giants most young and actually promising players, I think you'd have to point to him. Um,
1: I think Kenny Gall, like one of the receivers, like, probably, Tony. Could have like a
2: big bounce back season yeah. randomly. Um, Tony, I think Tony could, in theory, Cause he showed like top end talent. It was very brief last year, but he showed like he might have that in them I don't uh, in him. I don't know if we'll be able to channel that, but yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, my, my like <laughs> bear, it's all good, but it's all good. We're going to talk about the Andrew Luck rumor in a minute. It was hilarious. Um, my most likely to get there again, not that it's likely. I think it's Daniel Jones. Like I, I, I think the most How like
2: five in the NFL
1: in the NFC, that's the game. Oh, you forgotten forgot. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, some Tom of that,
2: the NFC is still insane. I mean but, it's not insane given the current landscape but
1: that's what I'm saying like the current principle. landscape and the fact that we agree there are there are traits to work with, right? Like this is there. There's material for Brian Dable to work with, there, right? Like we agree with that. And I Josh Allen is evidence of Brian Dable's ability to elevate somebody that everybody wrote off. Everybody thought Josh Allen was the worst, you know, quarterback taken in 2018. Ha ha! Bills got the last laugh. Whatever. Like that, again, I'm admitting and fully acknowledging this is a long shot. But that's the most likely thing. Their most likely thing is a long shot.
2: I think that's no. It's not even true. It's, it can't happen.
1: Um. Oh, we have news from the Dallas Cowboys before we wow. get to the Commanders. Are you ready? Who cares? Yeah. Um. This this is big. The Dallas Cowboys, BLG, according to NFL Network, are re-signing punter Brian wow.
2: Anger. I thought he wasn't going to be back. I, I saw some stuff like the, the Cowboys weren't going to re-sign him.
1: Um, I mean, that was the report. The Dallas Morning News reported that a few weeks ago that they were probably going to lose him. But maybe the market wasn't what he thought it would be, so he returned. He was a pro bowler.
2: Yeah, the Eagles, I mean, I just wrote an article. Wow, three-year deal worth $9 million, like you said. Um, I wrote an article about remaining credence the Eagles can sign, and I had Brian Ager on there, and devastating now that they can't get him. And also, I think a really – someone made this joke on Twitter recently. Um, Jimmy Kemsky, I think, believe, retweeted them or responded to them. Whatever. I saw it through him somehow, and they pointed out that uh, an Eagles jersey – with the last name Anger on the back would be really good in terms of like summing up like a Philly fan uh, do you, experience.
1: Do you know, I ask you seriously, um, the punters are people Two line that was coined by Rich Eisen happened when Brian Anger
2: was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So no, I do remember, uh, who did they, I remember like they notably took him over someone who was it? The
1: Jaguars. I don't remember. I think it, it was, was like 2012.
2: Him, and then it was like the next pick was like someone amazing. <laughs>
1: um okay um wow um do we want to move on to the commanders do you want to talk about the Andrew luck thing did, did you see what this do you know what i'm talking about? about
2: well i mean we had to finish the commanders thing i guess uh oh, terry mclaurin obviously i think you could put him there right
1: right, right. well i mean terry mclaurin we already put Marcel him on Lawrence, there obviously uh <laughs> uh brandon no. scherf i think would have been on the list scherf
2: would have been in there but um he is not on the team and chase McLaurin, young chase young i get yeah Like you could
1: you could put their whole like D line up there. Like honestly.
2: I guess Payne. Right. uh, Jonathan Allen before Payne. Uh, both of them. Jonathan Allen, definitely in the mix. Any other linebackers? No. Um secondary? Not really. Uh probably not. Yeah, I mean.
1: (laughs) Um Tough times in Washington. McLaurin. Okay, so they got on the board, though at least. So Terry McLaurin.
2: They did. The Giants did not.
1: Um. Okay. You ready for the Carson Wentz thing?
2: You mean the Andrew Luck thing? Oh, Andrew Luck
1: thing. It's been a weird episode. Sometimes we actually got questions why we We're record. Just gonna delete this episode. No, <laughs> we got questions. Um, why we record on at this time? Cause like you and I love to complain about how like weird things happen. Like after we record, it's kind of the only time that we have that, like, you know, we both, everybody has schedules, everybody has stuff going on. Um, so this is the, the time that we have to make work. So, um, Russell
2: Wilson was the player that was picked five picks after, uh, Brian Inger. Nice. You but the Eagles he almost drafted
1: him. Oh, oh dude, by the way, I, I got I so I first of all, first of all, uh, oh yeah, I, but shout out to the nfc east mixtape audience my mentions were filled with the new catchphrase from people (laughs) i got this i got this you know brandon um (laughs) it's it's just i sit back and i think it's it's been 10 years since i was drafted and you know it was it was such a privilege to to get that call and and to be welcomed into the national football league i mean you know i've been i've been dreaming about this i mean i was playing in playing in the backyard drawing up plays and you know to do that with 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 great players you know great great players like percy harvin and and, and jimmy graham and, and jermaine curse and doug baldwin and, and golden tate we don't talk about that but and and, and you know dk metcalf tyler lockett you know the, the legion of boom i mean I've, I've been around some hall of famers and and i'd like to be in there one day and and so this, this is just this is a part of my journey and um You know we'll look back on this and and i'm here to win you know that's that's the only thing i know how to do you know is is win the the losses are would you know those didn't exist in my mind um (laughs) (laughs) let's say that but okay and so you know broncos country let's ride like dude what that is the lamest it is so long It's so many syllables broncos country let's ride broncos country let's ride that's six syllables that's too many and Go like the the, the the in in coast like the Bronx like it's like a it like breaks my back every time you know what i mean it's just and then like the let's ride by the way the commanders had tweeted out let's ride with like a movie poster sort of thing i think we
2: have a, a wow a, a feud that's brewing here you know i mean what else could he say should he just do let's ride no, I, i'm weird. telling
1: you it should have been go crush it should like the orange crush that would have been a play at the like broncos fandom you know what i, I mean don't like think,
2: do broncos fans use that at all though i don't think they use that
1: i mean oh, oh dude what if he had gone like like no words, but like a neigh of a horse, like,
2: <laughs> you know, Yeah, that would be totally, <laughs> that, that would have been cool. Um, Imagine like going to a Russell Wilson press conference, not knowing like he's going to do that. And like, you're just, you know, you're like, you're, you're asking him a question. He ends his press conference and he just does that. And you'd be like, what the hell is going on? The thing that I am
1: thinking about is like, when you're imagining is like, he probably, how many things do you think he has signed with Gohawks in his, like, how many, and how many times do you think he's, he's, right? And he's been asked, like, hey, can you put Gohawks? Go he probably charges more to put Gohawks, whatever. Broncos country is a lot of words, or Broncos country, let's ride. Like, that is so much to write out. It's going to hurt he would your short wrist. It. He
2: would put, like, BCLR. Oh, it's such a great point,
1: but like, with a semicolon, like BC, semicolon, LR. Maybe, yeah. Wow. You know, it's just, it's yeah this, this is a story dude i and i can't believe that i i didn't foresee him calling out the the, the dual sport thing with john oh Emily. yeah like that was so Bad obvious in hindsight
2: oh man you know i can't it, believe he's not in the nfc it's such a crime in terms of, <laughs> like the content of the podcast
1: um wow okay uh anyway Speaking of the, the two, speaking of the 2012 NFL draft, Andrew Luck obviously the number one overall pick. The Commanders. There was a report from Sports Illustrated. They reportedly, blg, called Andrew Luck hmm. about- <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, your thoughts? Not great.
2: Um, I mean, why not? But where where was he at that we saw him like recently? Was it the Super Bowl or something?
1: No, it was the um the national championship.
2: Okay. Yeah. Any. He- he didn't look ready to play, I would say. He looks like pretty like skinny and scrawny. Um, so worth a call. Can't hurt. He's a free agent, right? Or I mean, how would that work? I guess the Colts do the Colts technically still own his rights? I don't know. I guess I mean it would like I always thought it was so strange
1: how um like marshawn lynch came out of retirement and like the seahawks just let the raiders him. you know what i'm saying and even last oh, year like gronk, in the or, or
2: the gronk and the or gronk in the Bucks yeah. or
1: some some like the one i really didn't understand was last year when aaron Rodgers was like i will only come back if randall cobb is here like if <sighs> you're the texans how are you not like three first round picks for randall you know what i mean like how i like i don't understand how that doesn't happen
2: well i mean there are relationships here you know you have to kind of in theory maintain to do deals with other teams i don't think the uh you know, and if that was the Texans' real asking price, then <laughs> Packers would be like, Well no, we're not doing that.
1: Um, I do want to say something, um, since the Angela Luck thing is over. <laughs> um, the deal for Brian Anger, it is a three year deal worth nine million dollars. I said that already. Well, I didn't listen. Okay, yeah, it's been a weird said. episode. Um, so I just now understood that. And look, I'm happy that the Cowboys are gonna have a good player back. All right, Brian Anger is a good punter, but oh. that is not the place to spend money. You know, like, why are you spending three right. million dollars a year well, on your we, punter?
2: We can't keep Amari Cooper, but uh here, here you go, Brian Inger. And here I you mean, go, Randy like, Gregory. Like, hey, Randy Gregory, we can't like guarantee you or whatever. We can't, you know, we just can't fully seal the deal here. But Brian Inger, come on back. Um,
1: this is a tweet from Marcus Mosier, who uh hosts the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Um, great guy. I, I mean this just contextualizes where we're at. The Cowboys are paying their running back and their punter 20 million dollars. This Is that good? Is that a good thing? <laughs> do good teams do that? I just why? why? Like I'm a good person, you know. Like, and I'm <laughs> eh, I'm <debatable>. trying, <laughs> I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to exercise more. Trying to eat better. You know, right before we came in here, I had a pork chop that we made in the ninja with a sweet potato and some Brussels sprouts. Look at me, you know.
2: I don't like Brussels sprouts. We talked about this. I
1: know, but these were really good. I I know we talked about it. I had to bring them up again. They're fine, um, at best. Wow. Okay. Do we have anything else before we get out of here so I can write the Brian Anger article? Anything you want to get off your chest? Brandon is on Twitter. Brandon got in this episode sucked because of him, not because of me. So.
2: It was a bad show. We shouldn't release this, but to anyone who listened to this and still wants to listen to our podcast moving forward, uh, I appreciate you. The one person who probably falls into that category. Our single listener.
1: Oh, uh, last thing. Who's your favorite contestant on survivor two episodes in
2: uh you know it's kind of funny he actually kind of i feel like he kind of reminds me of you but that's not why i like him to be clear uh his you know
1: you say that i am the subject of every episode of the
2: podcast. i just want to say that so. uh not true. <laughs> uh is the uh omar omar the uh the uh the muslim man who on the orange the, the shirt yeah right right right, right. oh
1: the the bird shirt right yeah.
2: yeah uh i think he's kind of cool so far uh good vibe i like his relationship his a little bromance with uh jonathan who my mom likes to say uh reminds her of jason kelsey shout out mom so me um, and jason kelsey
1: were pals apparently
2: through through the prism of the goutons at least i mean i don't think they think i don't know how they no feel but you
1: him. you're a gouton yourself that's what i'm saying so like yeah, consolidating all the goutons like
2: jason kelsey and i are both our buds okay uh i guess that's your takeaway uh who do you like I
1: like Jenny from the Green Tribe, the one who spearheaded the the puzzle at the beginning. Oh you know yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yep. I like her a lot. Um, I like the Orange Tribe in general. Like I like their vibe. Like they're super like accommodating to one another. Uh, they're super in you know peaceful and and like it's a real familial vibe. I I generally don't like tribes. Like I'm generally like trying to just merge. You know, get to the single portion of this game, single player portion. Um, but I like this tribe. You know, what I'm saying um, so um i don't really like the blue tribe that much like they just I, you know it doesn't feel right to me um so yeah yeah
2: i like hey. high too i'd pick him as an, high is awesome I'm that's like, a great yeah. great pick great 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 pick
1: um okay ready to rock
2: good season so far i would say if you haven't tuned in already catch up and uh give it a try survivor 42 baby
1: and you know they dropped the four and and kept the one <laughs> And uh, is this is Russell Wilson on Survivor. <laughs> dude, Russell would be the like craziest survivor host of all time. You know, it, it, <laughs> but but nobody can beat probes has the the best one liners, but there is no one liner like Broncos Country. That's right. Like, dude, like just I'm so sick of it. All right, Brandon, get us out of here. You have four thousand words to um to make this good. So um don't mess it up.
2: Go to bleedingyournation.com and then refresh the page 1 million times every single day. Thank you. Bye. Perfectly designed for high volume, high speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C L A U D E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.
0: More to dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals.